independent. You know it. You love it. You can't live without it. Rockland World Radio. Here we are, Friday before Christmas. Oh my God! Uh, that literally, oh my God! I, t- where does time go? For God's sakes, I literally, I can't believe Christmas is next week already. That means December has flown like by in a blink of an eye. That's how busy I've been. Also, oh my God! Yes, drinking water. Water is very good for you. As I notice, the more I drink water, the better I feel. So, and especially being chaotic as it's been between three businesses that I'm running, one that I'm producing, another one that I'm thinking of doing, um, between all that cheerleading, because people forget I do coach cheerleading, um, cheerleading, and then trying to find time to do other things, the holidays just get swooped right in. And just reminded people, see now we, um, we just, we, Thanksgiving is usually like the week, the third week of the month in November. This year, it was the last weekend, the least, the last Thursday of November. So we lost a week of preparation for Christmas and Hanukkah, which I believe Hanukkah starts this weekend, if I'm not mistaken. I think so. Yes. So yes. And winter starts this weekend too. I think tomorrow. Alright, it feels like winter outside. Alright, so, a few things we'll talk about today. Um, a few things. You know, athletes, yes, we will talk about athletes and social media and different stuff like that. Um, I have written down here. Let's see. We will talk about TikTok, which I have a nice article that somebody gave me on TikTok so I can go over TikTok again with some people because people still don't understand it. Um, and I will tell you a few things about Facebook that's going to happen. See, I have my notes. And, oh, and my favorite button of all on every single social media app right now, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram is the mute button. I mute people. I don't want to hear from you. I just mute you. Because you know what? I'm just done. If you're going to be... If you're not going to be, well, first of all, if you're not going to be nice, you're a goner right now. I won't unfollow you. I won't, like, unfriend you and that kind of stuff. Because sometimes people just go through phases. So, I don't, I'm not mean like that. Like, some people just, like, unfriend people and, like, unfollow people, like, all over the place. And that's what the mute button is. You can just mute people. And on Facebook, it's for 30 days, and then they come back, and then you can look at it. If you don't want them anymore, you can still mute them. So, just remember, if you don't like what people are, are posting... Don't be like a mean person and just unfollow them all together or unfriend them, especially if you're friends with them. Just mute them. I mute people all the time. Okay. Anyhow, and then let's talk TikTok quick because TikTok's going to take a little bit of time to talk about. So, all right, what exactly is TikTok? Okay. TikTok is a nice little app. That used to be a different app that got bio, bo- bought over by a Chinese company and they changed the name to TikTok. What is it? It's an app where you can create funny, silly videos, 15 seconds, 30 seconds, 45, and a minute. It's also, think of karaoke for the digital age because that's mostly what people are doing right now on it. Not everybody. 
Not everybody, but some people are doing karaoke. I have actually seen people have divorce <laughs> videos. They're getting divorced. They're literally videoing on TikTok them signing their divorce papers. God help me. Why? I don't know. But people do that. Um, all the sports teams are pretty much using it. I've seen football teams, basketball teams, baseball teams do some fun things with their mascots and their cheerleaders. There's tons of cheerleading on TikTok. There are lawyers on TikTok. I actually saw one lawyer do a really good um, infomercial type TikTok. Like, you know, giving people a lot of good information. Which, information sells, by the way. On Facebook, especially, too. Because um, you, you can't, like, you can't put personal information if you're a lawyer. And, and you can't put personal information if you're a doctor or that kind of stuff. Um... You have to be careful what you post. So it's really, really, it's it's good to inform people. And that also shows people what an expert you are in your field. So that you look out for people. Uh, so that's really good. But TikTok is going to change. And I can tell you, the kids that like it now are not going to like it probably by March or April when businesses will start taking over it. And we will have business ads on TikTok. You, I'm, I'm telling you, like, so I'm on this beta team to test things out here. Um, I have the, you have, I had to download this test, ugh, this other app. Like, how many apps do I need? But I have to actually, I have to update it too. So, um, it's a test app that you have to download in order to um, test out the um, the app. So you have to go through all this different stuff. So right now it's not really opening. But it's really cool. And then there's the other apps that I, um, I'm try testing out too. So we'll see how those go. There is one app that I use for Instagram. If anybody is interested in making even a little cooler Instagram stories, it's called Story Chic. You can download it, but you have to pay for it. FYI. I don't like paying for that many apps, but that one I will pay for. Because just remember, a lot of the times, all these social media sites are free for you to use. This is the whole thing. A lot of companies think that you have to have paid reach in order to make it on social media, and you don't. If you have good content, and your content is engaging, you can continue to use the social media platform of your choice for free. So, as an example, I will tell you Pinterest. Now, I mentioned that last week. If you were not paying attention, you can watch the replay. It's on YouTube channel. It's all over the place. So, you can watch my replay of that one. Um, so, Pinterest. Now, this month alone, this month, I have 60 thousand monthly viewers that come and look at my Pinterest. So let's see, my impressions are 64,000. My audience is 60,000 60, people. And my engagement is 5.5 a month. So that's the last 30 days. So now I started that, out, and that's all free. I did not pay for that. That's all organic reach. Now, what does that mean? That means every day I'm on Pinterest and I'm pinning. That's what they're called. They're called pins. Your posts are called pins. 
and I'm pinning maybe three or four times a day. Not that much. You know, taking some stuff from my stuff from my own stuff, putting it on either the app or using it on the laptop, which I like. Um, or I'm going on other people's pages, other people's pages, and I am taking their pins and putting them on my on my boards. So it's not as much work on Pinterest. It's a lot. It's definitely fun on Pinterest, but you have to stay with it. So if I did not stay with it. I would not have 60,000 people looking at it every single month. And I got that up quickly from 3,000 a month. So I had 3.5, I think that's the number, in one in October. So from October to now, I've gotten up to 60, and that's how you keep it up. And it keeps going up. The more you use it, the more that you're a user, the algorithm knows you're a user, the algorithm then gives you organic reach. And where people are seeing my stuff, reading my po- po- my blogs, I can put pretty much anything on Pinterest. Um, I have even taken some of the TikTok videos and put them on Pinterest. I've taken TikTok stuff and put it on Instagram. So you can do lots of things. So this article was in the New York Times in November. It calls it says TikTok's chief tries to ease the suspicions of the West. So you know. But it says, you know, some people in the United States government, TikTok is a menace. And one big reason is the nationality of its owner, a seven-year-old a seven, a seven Chinese social media company called ByteDance. The fear is that TikTok is exposing America's youth to the Communist Party and smuggling their data to their servers. No, okay. I, their data, they don't really put that much on there anyway. Okay. The desire to fix this perception gap brought him to the, the owner of the app to Manhattan and talked to his colleagues and blah, blah, blah. So it, it's basically, you know, TikTok does not censor videos that displease China, he said. And no, it does not share user data with China or even in its Beijing-based parent company. All data on TikTok's users worldwide is stored in Virginia. So that's our country with a backup server in Singapore. But China is murky place for companies, blah, blah, blah. Now, this is why, because remember, TikTok started in China and came here. Usually, when an app is created, it's created here in the U.S. and it goes out internationally. That's how social media has worked over the years. It's never done it this way. So that's why I think everybody is just a little suspicious. Um... Dun dun dun, Washington, blah blah bum, the uh huh, and I'm like, okay, mm hmm. Earlier this year, the committee forced a different Chinese company to relinquish control over the data app Griner, G R I N D R, which it had bought in 2016. The concern was also that the be- that Beijing might gain access to personal information. But he says that TikTok users' data were segregated from the rest of the of his company, and that not even used to help improve artificial intelligence and other technologies. The data of TikTok is only being used by TikTok for TikTok users. If Instagram or Facebook wanted to be sold to a Chinese firm in some way, I would 100% see the same issue at hand. Yes, I would definitely see that. But I can tell you, Facebook and Instagram are not going to China. Um, what's going to actually happen with Facebook is 
if you notice, your newsfeed is going to get smaller and smaller because more people are using Facebook stories. Are those little circles that are by the profile picture for those people who don't know what they are? Um, same with Instagram. More, pe- more and more people are using Instagram stories. And so the feed gets smaller and smaller because less people are posting. Why? Because stories have more impact than posts. So if you're going to do something and you want to be creative and you want to use your creative side and you want to get more people to look at your profile or click something or watch a video, the best thing to do, a face, excuse me, a Facebook story and Instagram story. And... You can take TikTok video and use it as an Instagram story, but then you have to create it. You, then I would use other, th- other tools on Instagram around that story, not just take one story and stick it there, and then there you go, and then push the button. Mm-mm. No way. No way, Jose. Don't do that. One of the things that kills me about social media is that so many people do that. They just, they're so lazy, so they take, oh, I'll take this from here, and then we just got to toggle it here, and then it goes here. Now, if you're a business, a brand, you're a, if you're a business, if you're a brand, if you're a company, if you're an entrepreneur, or whatever, every, all your social media platforms should, you can have the same engaging content, but you should use the, the content as it should be used on each platform. So, for example, if GIFs don't work on GIFs don't work on Facebook, GIFs work best on Instagram. So you really shouldn't use that many GIFs in your posts on Facebook because you can't put it in. You know, it, it just looks. You don't want to overcrowd your posts. That's like one of the things. Like, for example, somebody said, "Well, why can't you just post my post and then post the link of the YouTube video?" And I said, "No, I'm not going to post the picture that you want people to see." And then say, oh, you're here, click the link. Because if it's too busy as a post, people are not going to click it. And then you don't get the clicks for your, YouTube, for your YouTube. So there you go on that. Now I wanted to say something, and I have to look where it is. So, okay. So last week, let's go backwards. Last week, oh, good, I'm on here now. Um, mm-hmm. Yes, okay, thank you. Alright, so last week, I have to go, oh, no, no, I pushed the wrong button, as usual, as usual, I think I saved it, here it is, okay, alright, so I'm going to read this, there is a rare breed of people that go all in, they keep their word, they give it their all, they go the extra mile for those they care for, those people hardly ever receive the same passion and effort in return, yet never change and always give their all, can I raise my hand, To the givers, forgivers, and selfless lovers out there, keep being beautiful and don't let this cold world change you and take advantage of every little moment you are given. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And with that, I can go into my talking about athletes. Because yes, they don't go the extra mile. They don't give back the same way that fans give to them. With the effort, not all. You know, 10% of athletes are this way. The rest of them are the 90%. You know, they're the ones that don't give. And um, take advantage of every little thing that happens. Um, 
well, I can say except for, well, I said last week, like Ty Montgomery on the Jets. Awesome. Awesome guy. Awesome dude. Takes time to just like have little chats every once in a while. Instagram. Awesome. Steve McClendon. Another awesome dude. Does the same thing. Likes everything. You know, you respond to his thing. He acknowledges the fact that you responded. That's what you're supposed to do. His wife also does the same thing. Awesome. You know, Jonathan Harrison. Awesome dude. Another one. Does the same thing. Sometimes we'll actually like, you know, have a comment. But other than that, he just, he just, you know, likes everything that you say. If you say something, obviously, nice. Because we had a discussion about negative and positive. If somebody's being positive towards you and you're a celebrity or an athlete, you should acknowledge those people and stop paying attention to the troll, the trolls, the haters, and those who are cyberbullying other people. I don't know why you people focus on the negative. But anyhow, um, uh, Powell on the Jets and his wife, they also do the same thing. And oh, and Jonathan Harrison's girlfriend. She's awesome. She's so cute. She does the same thing too. So, and Copeland. I wrote everybody's down that I had to say good things about. All right. They do the same thing. So remember, like, so th- these athletes, Steve McClendon, Harrison, Powell, Montgomery, Copeland, they get social media. You know why? Social. That they call it social media. That's what it's called. It's not called anti-social media. It's called social media. And the way that it is today, it's set up where athletes are, and they should, engage with fans. That's why it's set up the way it is. Now, I know it's hard to stay on top of social media. I do it for a living. Let me tell, I'll tell you, it's not, it's not easy. But all you, if, but if they can, if Steve McClendon and John Harrison and Powell, because I can't say your first name, honey. I'm so sorry. I don't want to butcher it. And Powell and Ty Montgomery and Copeland can can do that and like things or quickly comment back to you or have a little conversation back and forth with you. Every athlete can do that. And every athlete can go the extra mile and put in a little effort. You know, to show people that they care without getting paid, which takes me to something else. All right. So for all those dumb, naive fans out there, when athletes have a signing, right, you you go and you pay money to go meet them, take a picture with them and then talk to them for maybe like a few minutes, whatever it is. They're paid to do that. You also just paid money to go there. It's not out of the goodness of their heart that they did. They sit there. Jamal Adams this past week did not go to Bryant Park and sit there out of the goodness of his heart to take pictures with fans. No, he was sponsored by Verizon. Verizon paid for it. All right. Sam Donald did the same thing with Citibank. He was sponsored by them. It's a sponsor of them. It's not something, you know, and it's also, they do this nowadays, a lot more, for their social media image. To make themselves look like they give a flying fish. When, I can tell you, 90% of athletes don't care. Because they don't. They're too consumed with themselves to care about other people. Now, 
not all of them. Like, I just gave you, like, five names on one team. Five, ga- five guys, one team, and one of them is up for man of the year. That's Jonathan Harrison. And he should, he should definitely win that one. He should definitely win that one. I can tell you more ways than one. He is man of the year. But social media image is now important. You gotta look like you care. Look like you care about everybody. Look like you care. Oh, we care about the children. Oh, those little children. We care. And they get there. And they get their money for doing it. And they do it for three hours. And they stay there. And they sign little autographs. Oh, how cute. Oh, you. Yes. And so for the fans that go to, to them all the time, guess what's going to happen? They're going to know who you are. Because you're there all the time. Obviously, you have a name badge, and they're going to know your name. They're not going to know your name because they care. They're going to know your name because you're there all the time. How do you think Ira from Staten Island got to be known on the Jets? He's a fan. Because he's there all the time. He goes to training camp. He goes to games. He has season tickets. He goes to away games. He does mama mama me. Oh my god. Everything that you can possibly think of. They get to know you when you do all that. They don't get to know you because you just show up. You know, if you're just showing up one time, they're not going to care who you are and they're not going to remember you. They, just just like everybody else, when people come into my, into my, um, into one of my networking groups, and they constantly keep coming, I keep knowing who they are. You know, when they keep, you know, they keep coming, obviously, I'm going to know who you are. I'm going to get to know you. I'm going to memorize your name. I'm going to know who you are, because you're going to keep being there. That happens for everybody. When you keep going to something, people are going to notice you. That's what happens. That's like, that's logic, okay? That doesn't mean that the athlete gives a flying fish. As as we all now know with my story, that I will now say, with Sam Darnold, who is a disappointment to me. He is a great athlete. Don't get me wrong, he's a great athlete. I'm happy he's on my team. He's a great quarterback. But as a human being, he's a jerk. Sorry, but not sorry. Because when when my nephew creates stuff for you to look at and for you to see, And I know you're getting it. And I know that you're on Instagram. And I know that you're seeing things. And I know that you're on there. And you can't have the decency to say thank you or like it. And then send fan mail to you. And I know that all of them get their fan mail. Okay? Because one year when I was teaching preschool and Mark Sanchez was the quarterback for the Jets, all my little preschoolers drew little pictures for him and wished him good luck. And we sent it off, and I wrote a little note, you know, the teacher has a red note, so he knows what the heck he's looking at, and we sent it off, and he got that, he got that package, and do you know what he did? He sent each and every single one of my little students a prize pack of little things, little, no, little accessory thingies, but they were so cute, and they were so excited that he made fans for life just by doing that out of his free time. He didn't get paid to do that. He put effort to do that. That took effort. Jonathan Harrison went to go see a student the other day who was getting bullied in school. He took the time to do that. He didn't get paid to do that. He didn't get paid to do that. 
Trust me, he did not get paid to do that. But he took the time to do that. When Ty Montgomery has a conversation with me, or a little chats with me, or whatever, or like something, he took the time to do that. So Sam Darnold can take the time to do that too. But he's hanging out with Jamal Adams, who if you ever look at his social media, because I actually looked at it again the other day, it's all about him. All about him. I'm the best. I'm here. I'm a pro bowler. I'm this. I'm that. Oh, no one can catch up to me. No one can beat me. It's never about the team. It's always about him. His ego is so inflamed, it's probably bigger than a campfire. So remember, you become who you hang out with. And that goes for everybody. You become who you hang out with. So if you're hanging out with narcissistic people, guess what you're going to become? Narcissistic. You're hanging out with givers, you're going to become a giver. You're hanging out with people who care about other people, you're going to care about other people. It's just nature. Territory. That's why most athletes are the way they are. Because they don't hang out with the right people. They hang out with the people who then also feed them misinformation of how they should be, who they should be with, who they shouldn't be with, who they should listen to, who they shouldn't listen to, and so forth. Instead, why don't you listen to your damn self and do what you want? Remember, the money you make, your agent only cares about the money you make because he makes 5% of what you make truth so yeah so until I see otherwise uh no he's a jerk Donald is a jerk he does not care about the kids I don't want to see that oh he cares about the children no he doesn't he didn't care about my nephew if he cares so much about the children he'd care about my nephew mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I'm right if he wants to prove me wrong prove me wrong I will sit here and I will say that I was proved I was proven wrong I will but, oh well. Maybe we'll see a Christmas miracle. Maybe we won't. And speaking of Christmas, before I go. So, Santa. Let me get on the topic of this. Because it's all over on Facebook. Alright. So, I did have a student. whose mom posted something, too. And I'm going to talk about it. Alright. You may not... You may, you may have, as a parent. So, as a parent, you may have told your children that Santa doesn't exist. That's all good and good for good for you. You want you want to let them know at age seven that Santa doesn't exist, or age five. That's fine, but tell your children to keep it to themselves and have some respect for the other children who want to believe in Santa. Don't ruin their Christmas because your kid has to go up to them and go. Santa doesn't exist. Your parents buy the gifts. Don't do that. That's not the whole purpose anyway of Christmas anyway. But don't do that. That's just rude and obnoxious. Teach your kids to respect other people's beliefs at an early age. If they want to believe in, I still believe in Santa for God's sakes, and look how old I am. All right. I mean, it's the whole—it's the whole idea of the season that brings everything together. You know, the Christmas miracles, believing, the whole taking care of other people, looking, looking. You know, trying to help other people. You know, giving, not receiving. Like that kind of thing. That's the whole meaning of the of the season. But don't ruin it for other kids. Now, let me just tell you, I was 11 when I found out that Santa wasn't, the, who Santa was. I'll just say that. Who Santa was. I didn't believe it at first. 
but then I figured it out, you know, quickly enough, and I did not ruin it for other people. I kept it to my freaking self. That's what you need to tell your kids. Stop ruining it for other people. You may believe in something that nobody else believes in, but who am I to tell you that that's not true or not? Let kids believe in Santa. And just, you know, it makes the magic happen at Christmas. When, when you know, and for those who don't have kids or never been around other kids, just to see, like, their faces when they get presents and it says this was from Santa, and their face lights up and they're, and they're so excited, that makes it all worth it. Eventually, they're going to know who, what happens and who does what, but they don't need to know when they're that when they're that little. I'll say like after age ten, fine. Maybe even like you know before they become teenagers, let them know. But don't let your kids ruin it for other children. That's just like rude. And like I said, obnoxious. You know, don't make it always about you. Like I read before. So, all right. So remember. So this is basically to me like. What, what the holiday is about. Like, I read it already, but, you know, there's a rare breed of people that go all in. They keep their word. They give it their all. They go the extra mile for those they care for. There are people, these people hardly ever receive the same passionate effort in return, yet they never change and always give it their all. To the givers, forgivers, and selfless lovers out there, keep being beautiful. Don't let the cold world change you and take advantage of every little moment you are given. I think that that pretty much sums up how like, the world is <laughs> lately. But let's see. I had a quote for Christmas that I wanted to close with. Of course, you know, when I want to find something, can I? No, I can't. Because that's the kind of week um, I've had. Okay. Here, let's see if we can find it. Mm-hmm. The magic of Christmas. All right. That's what I wanted to find. Wait, wait, wait. I thought I saw it. Do, 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 do. Yep. <laughs> Please hold. Um, do. Okay. Here, anyway, I think this is the one. Um, okay. Christmas is a day of meeting and traditions, a special day spent in the warm circle of family and friends. So that's basically what it is. And enjoy, like this morning, it might be an eye meeting. You know, someone stood up and and said he just lost his brother to terminal um, cancer. And his main thing he told everybody was to spend time with your family and just enjoy those moments. Don't try to create memory. You know, you can't create moments. Just live in the moment. And I think I'll end it on that. Live in the moment on Christmas on Wednesday. And Tuesday, because Christmas Eve is there. And Hanukkah is this weekend. So live in those moments. Enjoy those moments. Because you only get each moment is special in itself. So enjoy those moments. You don't have to share every single moment on social media. I don't need to see every present that your child's opening on Facebook. Now, we don't need to see a video on Twitter and Instagram of all the trees. And then we're going to have trees galore. And then we're going to have, you know, all this. Keep some of your moments private and to yourself. You can put, like, a family picture up or, you know, certain things up. Yeah, sure. But remember... Some things are better left off social media than they are put on social media. And especially those special moments that you share with your family, those you don't have to put on social media. 
Nobody needs to know that. You know, who are you trying to convince yourself that you had a special moment? You don't have to convince anybody. So I will see you next week after Christmas for my special, you know, year in review show. And then I will not be here January 3rd. So there you go. And that is that. So have a great holiday weekend. And I will see you all next Friday.